Welcome to Midnight Waves, episode 85 for Monday, June 28th, 2021. My name is Chris. My name is John. And this week we review new albums from Tyler, the Creator, and Lucy Dacus. So there's Dogleg with Wrist from their nice. Melee, which you still cannot buy on a physical edition. As of as this of day in 2021. June 28th, 2021, even though Foo Fighters are already headlining Madison Square Garden, the whole world is opened up completely, but still can't get a reprint, repress of a CD released. That's a shame because they're like one of the one of the I'd say one of the best sounding rock rock band or rock yeah I mean absolutely punkish bands of this this time really compared them to Foo Fighters <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. laugh right you just laugh yeah who I mean, would you rather see indeed indiddle well anyway welcome back yeah thanks for joining us thanks for being here I hope you're having a good week mm. well actually I hope you had a good week. Monday, oh, probably true. not having a good weekend. If you had a good weekend, how how was your weekend, sir? My my my, my, my not bad, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, you. <laughs> um, pretty standard stuff. Are we gonna Are we gonna share the uh, the the hot noodles story? Maybe a uh, upcoming sponsor. <laughs> I don't know if Maybe I want time. that sponsor. Okay. Maybe we can talk about that next time. Maybe that, oh yeah. After yeah. I, I uh, you you should it experience too. it first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess actually I might be getting the uh, one of the vaccines next month. Oh yeah. Through the um, through the establishment where I work. Yes. Uh, Japan's very bizarre. They're sort of doing things. If you're an individual, you mm. have to go to like a hospital or clinic. And if you're like work for a company or educational establishment, you go through them. Yeah. So I guess the government's giving them out to different places. Yeah. yeah. It's really weird. It's typical. Japan. Very Japanese, mm. I guess. Yeah. I just, I, I wonder about that because obviously I do not work for a company nor establishment anymore, but if you don't want it yeah what happens you just say no so they're cool with it it's not like america where you're a nazi or well who knows like i got i got an email (laughs) yesterday saying like please reply i got replied by tomorrow two days to reply to this yes or no jesus so it's a bit bit bit, bit of pressure there (laughs) because i'm a bit wide about which one i don't know which one it is it doesn't even tell you which one you'd be getting not on the email but i looked at the official some like website well some some page about mm. how how the vaccines are decided and i think it's individually it looks like pfizer for companies and whatever it looks like maybe moderna that's already run out in japan it was on the news last week the moderna one really? they like they literally don't yeah. have anymore so they can't offer it anymore so it looks like it's only pfizer <laughs> yeah mm. 
But keep hearing different things, different reactions around the world from different people. And it's like Pfizer seems to be great in the UK or something. Oh, did you hear this? Mm. Um, Bruce Springsteen is doing the, the broad, live yeah, broad, yeah. Broadway. If you had the AstraZeneca, mm, you're yeah. not allowed in. Is that right? Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. You've got to have had the Pfizer or another one, but not the Astra Majiggy. Oh my God, really? Yeah. But I know in Canada, they banned the AstraZeneca. Oh, right. There you go. <laughs> the UK, I think most people had that one. That's, yeah. Some of my parents had that. That, that was the UK contribution. That was like back in, that was ages ago when they started. Yeah. Wasn't it? Was it last year? No. No, it couldn't it have been. That, that long ago, really? No. January or February then. I guess so. Like human guinea pigs. Yeah. Well, I guess we all are ultimately. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm really, I'm really worried about it, to be honest. I mean, like, if I'm a fairly healthy person, do I really need... I mean, I don't wanna, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Of course, of course I'm not. not. <laughs> I'm not. As soon as made that clear. I yeah. agree with it, of course. As do I'm I. Just, I'm just yeah. worried that, like, you just have some reaction. That's it. You're done. You're dead. Oh, what, <laughs> what I find, like, enraging reading anything online, especially imbeciles on Twitter, is, like, how a big... First, I don't think a vaccine should become a political issue. Oh, no, no, no. I, I can't understand how the idea of getting a vaccine is a liberal thing and get not getting a vaccine is a conservative thing and if you don't get it you're a nazi and the liberal stance is literally there's absolutely nothing wrong with it and nobody's ever died and nobody's ever had any problems whatsoever like i've literally read people saying that on twitter it's like there are hundreds of people That's who right. have died most likely because yes. of complications yes. linked to the vaccine. How exactly. could you possibly say such a thing? That's insane. It's fucking so ridiculous how twisted this world has become because of fucking Twitter. Oh, it's the worst. And and the the news media in the in the West, the American and British news media in Australia, they're just scum. That's true. Most of those three countries. Yeah. Just scumbags desperately trying to get to create yeah. more and more divide. That's true. more and more issues. So just their ratings keep that's, that's it. Get, going up. They get it. more and more attention. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fucking they should just be outlawed. <laughs> yeah. There should be a law on that. Like a government should be like, if you're a news network, you you finished. It's done. You, you provide actual news facts, not like the only news network av available from now is the AP News, and that's it. Fuck you. <laughs> Any, an ounce of opinion or fucking taking a stance on anything in your news, you shut down immediately. Mm -hmm. That's what it should be. The world would be completely different by oh, next it would year. Be. It would be. It would be a completely different place. Every newspaper, every news network wasn't allowed to offer opinion anymore. It would be fit like a different planet we lived on. Yeah, <clears throat> it's just too much crap, isn't it? Floating it's around, just nonsense. And when, when I when I studied journalism in college, yeah, obviously I didn't major in journalism, but when I did. Okay, you did some take journalism sure. as like a, as a, a, a option level. type thing, as like oh, okay. a yeah, yeah, like an A level type thing, yeah, and. I remember I wrote something once. We had we were given a story and we had to write a news story on it. Like how many however many words we had, it was the idea that you would write it for a newspaper. Yeah. And it was like a child a mother and child died in a crowd crash. And I, I wrote like tragedy struck yesterday, blah blah blah. And she said to me, You can't say that. My teacher, my professor, whatever, she said, 
you can say tragedy struck because you were literally telling people to feel bad about it and the the oh i see the oath of journalism is that you only present fact you can't influence how people think and this is in the 90s yeah that's how much shit has changed now that's right that's right you know these fucking imbeciles all over child die in car crash that's what it's supposed to be i mean yeah yeah yeah, i get that like a car crash happened and a mother and child died died that, that that's literally you're not what taking a side of who who caused it or how or it, it, the feelings you, you, exactly you're not it's, supposed to tell people how you should feel about this that's right like she said she said literally like saying trad it was a tragedy is you might as well say it was a great thing because <laughs> it's you were just it, trying yeah. to influence like that's an amazing right. thing happened yesterday a mother and child died child died fucking i can't speak again and I, I, it's just amazing that that was in the 90s and now literally you have just TV networks full of millionaires screaming and ranting about Trump is literally Hitler like anyone who gets <laughs> like yep. they're taking our freedoms or people is blown out of proportion it's, it's absolute nonsense yeah, I mean yeah. obviously Rupert Murdoch is one of the biggest like monsters in the world who just destroyed the idea but also ronald reagan who literally changed the law so that journalists could just do this shit oh really there used to be a law in america before ronald reagan just threw it away oh god (laughs) yeah what a cunt thanks reagan yeah glad you're dead you useless fucking old fuck (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that sounded like Bill Burr there. <laughs> yeah, it did a bit. <laughs> yeah. That's great. They almost became sure something from else. <laughs> are you sure you're not from Irish or from Boston or something? No. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> but it runs through your veins. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Kindred spirits. No. Yes. But anyway, that's it's just, you yeah, know, like uh, all, all I could say to anyone is if you think that getting a vaccine or not getting a vaccine actually makes you like Hitler or not Hitler, mm-hmm. you're a fucking moron. Exactly. You should but consider the, putting yeah. your neck on the train tracks. But if I may say, the important thing is, you know, if you do have like health issues and, and, and problems like, you know, already there, you should really be careful before you, should you seriously talk not, to a doctor it about it yeah, exactly consult yeah them. i mean and and really explain your situation because i'm sure I'm people sorry. have been dying because they, they well they shouldn't have had the vaccine certainly in japan we've had lots of deaths yeah, the, the worry the most worrying thing about japan i think is how young so many of them are. they have yeah i've got i've actually got um, a proper government link about all the cases yeah. that pe- people have died from it Good Lord. And like a lot of them are really, really old people who may have just had complications sped that sped up by the vaccine. Yeah. But um, you know, when they're like some people in their thirties and forties is very worrying. Well even in the twenties? Yeah, there's been quite a few yeah. in their twenties. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready to go out yet. I mean the weird thing with the olds is like does it even matter? Well, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, you know. Like, like uh, is it worth the risk when you're old as fuck and useless anyway? You may as well just see how it goes. Well, my, my I don't know, at the same time. I mean, I'm I mean, talking the, about old yeah, as no, fuck. I know, but I mean, like, if they get the old, the, the COVID, they're much more likely to die of it than if they're younger, right? So maybe to get the vaccine is better just to, to try it. Anyway. If you're, like, 80 anyway, like... I guess they want to... 
I don't know. <laughs> we'll just cling on and just keep leeching well, that's out. What they, well, that's what they do. <laughs> in Japan, well, that's I know, what, yeah. That's such the, na- the nature of life, isn't it? You want to live, generally speaking. I'm not saying you should just fucking throw yourself under a bus, <laughs> but... <laughs> but you could. <laughs> <laughs> you would certainly alleviate a lot of worry yeah. for the taxpayers. That's but <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I just feel like if I'm like 85... It's like, oh, come get the crown. It's like, I'll just take my chances on getting it or not getting it. Okay. Like, I guess so. it's just, what what for? Woohoo, now I can live another year. I guess they won't be traveling around the world much <laughs> like, anymore. Oh, now I can finally take that world tour I've always been wanting. Like, If any of, any of you listeners are over 85, we apologize. <laughs> if you're over 85, then God bless you for tuning in. Yeah, honestly. why are you here? Yeah, <laughs> we don't uh, uh, discriminate. Against Hopefully, age. you enjoyed this week's Tyler the Creator release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't discriminate against yeah. age. Uh, I mean, you know, they're idiots of all ages, yes. all creeds and colors. Indeed. I just hate everyone. <laughs> That's my thing. That's universal hate. Yeah. That's not yeah, all that. Right. Anywho, I guess uh, I get on I with the old. Up, eh? yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry for that twenty-five minute run, probably. <laughs> but uh, let's get into the news. Nice, nice. So what we got this week. Well, I've been I've been trying to keep it a little bit lighter lately. Less no deaths. Death. Okay. There is a death because it's a pretty significant death. Okay. But I, I left off several deaths. Okay. Uh, but um, I guess the, the most recent news, the up to the date ist news, uh-huh. is that the BET Awards just finished about two hours ago. The what? The Black Entertainment Television oh. Awards. B- I say BET, right. right. And uh, we have a full list of winners. Oh, let me guess. The nominees. Let me guess. Well, let me guess. What's his name? Annoying guy. Um, the weekend. The weekend, yeah. <laughs> well, I will. Uh, a bit of a spoil here. The weekend probably went home quite upset. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So, album of the year. Then we had the nominees: The Weekend with After Hours, Da Baby with his shit, Megan <laughs> Thee Stallion, Good News, Nas's King's Disease, nice. as reviewed on the show, which we both liked. Uh, an album called Ungodly Hour by some people called Chloe and Hallie, who I have no fucking idea. And the ultimate winner was Jasmine Sullivan with the also reviewed Hotels. That was okay. It was pretty good. Yeah. Album of the year, no, but better than After Hours? Better than Definitely. The Weekend. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I hope he's weeping. <laughs> Best female R&B or pop artist. We had Scissor, Summer Walker, no idea. Jenna Aiko, Jasmine Sullivan, Beyonce. Somehow Beyonce did not win because H.E.R., the Oscar winner, her. Oh, yeah. She won. Uh, I mean, she did win an Oscar, so fair dues. And she does play the guitar, so at least she has some talent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Best male R&B or pop artist. We had The Weeknd, of course. Tank, Giveon. Oh. Anderson Pack, somebody I guess called Black, but the B is a six instead of a B. And then the ultimate winner. Six lakh. Slack. 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 <laughs> Slack, yeah. Slack. Sounds like a Star Wars character or something. Mm-hmm. And the ultimate winner was Chris Brown. I'm not sure Chris Brown did anything did this anything? year, but what? I do much okay. prefer Chris Brown of the weekend overall these days, so fair enough. 
Best Group, Amigos, City Girls, no idea. Chris Brown, Young Thug, Chloe and Halley, nope. 21 Savage and Metro Boomin, which I do like, but I don't remember them doing anything. And the ultimate winner, I think quite deserved, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, oh, right. and Silk Sonic for their obviously that cool song, excellent yeah. song that I already forgot the name of. Yes, same, same uh, Best Collaboration for the night pop smoke featuring little baby and da baby <laughs> cry baby by what? megan the stallion featuring da oh, baby no. what's poppin remix jack harlow featuring da baby <laughs> tony lanes and lil wayne pop star dj khaled featuring drake rock star da baby <laughs> featuring oh, fuck fucking, sake, baby. featuring roddy so rich he's obviously won then and about of course not because which which song came out this year in the last period of 12 months that changed the world oh, empowering the blinding lights no empowering Again? little girls all oh, over the oh, world WAP. WAP. WAP one Cardi B featuring Megan the Stallion with WAP of course park that Big Mac truck in my little garage <laughs> little girls great just keep dreaming <laughs> that big Mac truck empowering you uh, best male hip hop artist Pop Smoke Jack Harlow Jack Harlow was on Hot Ones a couple of weeks ago he's that white dude with long curly hair seems terrible but for some reason popular J. Cole Drake Da Baby but the winner Lil Baby alright did we review anything by Lil sure, pretty sure we uh, did last year didn't we I'm I'm at this point so many confused <laughs> if little baby is a different person than da baby. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Mm. Best female hip hop artist with Sweetie Lato. No idea. Doja Cat. She's famous. Coyle <laughs> no, no fucking idea. Cardi B and the winner Megan the Stallion. Congrats, oh, Meg. How many more awards are there? Uh, tons. Uh, let's boring. Uh, yeah. So, so Best new way. artist was Givion. And then there's like mm. a bunch of uh, other, I mean, sh- other yeah. needless shit. If it's not shit. reviewed on Midnight Waves, it doesn't deserve an award. Yeah, I mean, they, they had a bunch of like movie <laughs> review uh, awards too and sports people. Can you guess Sportswoman of the Year? Um, Serena Williams or something? No, surprisingly not this time. There's I mean, another I mean, also I mean. black tennis player. Oh, 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 Naomi, what's her face? Osaka, yeah. Osaka, yeah. Sportsman of the Year. Any guesses? Wait, 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 wait. I'm wait, sure wait, you wait. can guess. Uh, uh, c- c- oh, this year though. Oh no, last year he died, didn't he? Was that two years ago? Kobe Bryant died. Yes. Also, he probably wouldn't be sports sportsman of the no, year for no. dying. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> who was that basketball player? Yes. I forgot his name, but LeBron I know. James. Uh, yeah, yeah, of yeah, LeBron, course. LeBron and uh, yeah, that's about it. Also, speaking of the the BT, what's Cardi Br- Cardi B? Sorry, not Cardi Brie. Cardi B revealed that she is pregnant again with uh, Quavo mm. from Migos's baby. Yeah. Great she news! Revealed it during a performance with Migos doing this song "Type Shit." Uh, yeah, second time she's revealed being pregnant on TV. The first time she revealed it on Saturday Night Live. How long do you reckon their marriage will last? Well, they almost got divorced in October. She right. filed for divorce and That's then they right. go back together. Exactly. So Nothing like patching up an almost divorce by having another baby. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's usually a good way to... Uh, 
to seal that uh, like, love. When when your marriage is like on like dental floss thin ice <laughs> as it is, <laughs> might as well bring an extra life into the oh, picture yeah. just to, just to uh, secure the family yeah. bond. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, different news. Billie Eilish apologizes for ethnic slur in oh, re yeah. resurfaced video. That's right. Have you seen the video? I haven't yet. No. Um, is it good? I mean, sorry. Is it interesting? That's <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not good, good is it? You know it's what I mean? Fantastic. Entertaining. Entertaining. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I, I, I'm not agreeing with what she did. Yeah, I'm gonna have you to. <laughs> I'm not gonna like is download. It, is it, it a good one? I'm not gonna download it so I'll see if it picks up in the speakers. Got, and got knockers in it. Here's a bit of Billie Eilish. Oh yeah. What the fuck? I love my dad. He's Phineas comes in and all I hear is which is like the theme song at the beginning of all David Dobrik videos. She? Yeah, yeah, she, she really said that. So uh, I don't know if the listeners out there could hear that, but um, I'm sure you can find it online. <laughs> uh, so last week, uh, the, uh, the video there, Billy, uh, surfaced on TikTok. Uh, she, I think the funniest <laughs> thing is the, she, part, that part that you were enjoying. <laughs> it's very, very good. It's actually her. Impersonation. Actually, oh no, the first part. Oh, that um, be she's actually lip-syncing along with the 2011 title of the creator song fish which includes the anti-asian slur oh in the lyrics oh it's not helpful eh? yeah i i just thought that was kind of funny that that came out as like a massive news story of her getting smashed when she was l literally lip-syncing to somebody's very famous and successful song <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow and uh, the the, uh, the the other thing that is claimed mocking Asians with the oh dong 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 oh dong dong type voice, um, she she released a statement. She claims that the video shows her when she was thirteen or fourteen, and that she didn't know quote unquote didn't know it was a derogatory term used against members of the Asian community. So apparently, chink is not. Uh, a, a well-known slur <laughs> oh, really? in California. Oh, really? <laughs> Apparently, a, ain't. Because I don't think there's ever been a time in my life where I didn't think that was a derogatory statement. Yeah. Or at least a somewhat, aff like, Rude. disrespectful way of yeah. looking at Chinese people. Even, like, when, you know... Trigger warning, everyone. But when when we were kids, people would go, oh, "Do you want to get some Chinese food?" They wouldn't say, "Do you want to get some Chinese food?" They would say, "Do you want to go to the Chinkies?" <laughs> really, we never yeah. used that. You didn't. <laughs> that that was uh, what every single person I knew oh, really? said. Okay, different places. But <laughs> no, I mean, you know, maybe so down south and all that. It wasn't even like. Uh, even then, it's not like I thought of it being like a tremendously racist thing. It just obviously felt somewhat disrespectful. But it was good food. Great food, but you know, you could mm. say Chinese food. Right? Even as a even as a kid, it was I, like maybe we don't actually, need to refer to it as that. Actually, I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but mm. uh, I do remember referring to certain um, what do you call them? Uh, corner shops as packy shops. <laughs> Also that one, Did yes. That one? <laughs> yeah. As long as they were there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was definitely there. Uh, so, so <laughs> again, not to uh, imp- uh, imply that this is uh, acceptable, uh, but Obviously different times, not. different times. <laughs> but I mean, I guess so. I guess her, yeah. her, well, apparently not, because when she was thirteen, fourteen, she's what nineteen now. So not five, that long six ago, years ago yeah. she also did not understand that that was a race racial derogatory term. Mm. Um, she claimed that the uh, the mocking Asian voice was just her speaking in a silly gibberish made up voice. Uh, well, well, mm-hmm. well covered up there, Billy. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> she wrote like an like a fucking thesis oh, on for God's sake. on uh, Instagram, which I will not bother reading, but. Just, yeah. Do you know what I? All I can think yeah. is like when Bill Burr was like smashed for saying something on maybe on Conan once. Oh, he was making fun of uh, Bruce Jenner. What's what? Caitlyn Jenner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How Bruce Jenner was a hero and Caitlyn Jenner is just a like a clown basically. <laughs> so I'm not going to pretend it's the same person. Yeah. And he got all this fucking abuse for it. Oh yeah. And he was just like, so what? Exactly, that's what you... Don't care, all right, all right, fair enough, I don't care. Don't care what you think, that's fine. You can think it, I just don't care. And nothing happened, he just kept being famous. People forget about stuff, anyway. Well, because the worst thing you can do, like Louis C.K., like, like, whatever you think of Louis C.K., whatever he did, like, Louis C.K. basically asked women if he could jerk off in front of them, and they said yes, and then he did it, and then years and years and years and years later... They said they feel uncomfortable about it. And that's why Louis C.K. doesn't exist anymore. And Louis C.K. wrote a massive, long, well-written apology saying how he realizes what he did in the past was wrong and how he has to work on himself and blah, blah, blah. blah. It's like the worst thing you could have done is apologize, unfortunately. Yeah. Because the best thing he could have done was say, all those women said, yes, I understand they feel differently now. Looking back at it, I, I, I realize it was not great behavior, but that's just what it was. It happened. That's it. Yeah. Like, don't say, the lesson should be don't say yes if you don't want it. Exactly. Because I asked everyone and they all said yes. And I asked a lot of people who said yes and they're not complaining. Sarah, Sarah Silverman said he did it with her. She didn't give a shit. Janine Garofalo said he did it with her. She didn't care less. She defended him for it. It's why are you apologizing for something that you didn't do wrong? And yeah. then the news story became a thing where he was basically like holding them by the throat, there like in go. the doorway, like raping back them. The, back to the news. Like jerking the way off they, on their face, the like they, grabbing them by the throat. The way they and, word it again. Yeah, and as soon as you admit yeah. that you did something wrong, that you're giving them... That, the end of your career. That you're giving them the, the opportunity and to yeah, exactly. triple down like on... If you're an entertainer and that's your thing, if you start apologizing, that's the end of it, right? Like, literally, you it, it went up. from there to, like, I, I would read comments on the internet with people calling Louis a, a sex... Like, a sex offender. Like... <laughs> like as if he was on the same level as, as like Bill, Harvey Bill Weinstein Cosby or Bill Cosby or Date fucking Marilyn Manson now, right? Like, <laughs> like fucking Jeffrey Epstein or what's that? Prince Andrew, hey, there's a oh, sex there offender for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apparently, Speaking didn't know, the, didn't see any young girls when he was on Jeffrey Epstein's Lolita yeah. Express plane. The bitty should have just kept her mouth shut. I, I just think she could just say, yeah, that sucks. I was a stupid kid. That's it. Like, when you start making up, like, I just didn't understand. <laughs> like, whole come essays on. and all yeah. that Yeah. We got to try harder. <laughs> so try harder, everyone. Kindness tolerance. 
tolerance, equality. Like, shut up. Just, just fucking get over yourself. Anyway, uh, pop, 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 not the Pope. Pope the Pope yeah. does not have a new album out. Oh, he did have that one it. album out, do you remember? Didn't the Pope What's bring out an album like, a few years like, ago? Like rape, rape of children or something? Not this Pope. Let's what? not tire them all. With oh, that. sorry. What are you talking about? <laughs> the current Pope, who was, as far as we know, never raped any children. Oh. So <laughs> let's not tar all all Catholics with I that brush. You're Thank about, you. Why you know. well, I, I was going to talk about something, but I said Pope instead of Pop Smoke. But the Pope did once put out an album. Oh, right. Of like music, much like the Dalai Lama did. Dalai the, Lama the Pope level, yeah. also did. Well, like prayers and stuff. Or? No, it was like a fucking. I don't know. It was like I guess he was praying or whatever. I was chanting some incantations, but um, I guess there was like like rock music in the background or some Weird. shit. But anyway, not not the Pope, but Pop Smoke, who died shortly before his debut album was released last year, uh, has a new album coming out soon. 17 track album coming out next oh, month. Jesus Christ. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a be, classic, isn't it? You it's know, gonna it's be just going to be magnificent. Yes. Just bits and bobs put together. I will say his bit on that, the end, the penultimate track on uh, the Migos album a couple of weeks back, like we said, should have been the last song. Should have been the last song. So, I'm not against Pop Smoke having music, but I do hope it's not just like somebody splicing together various words into yeah, trying to make exactly. new verses out of them. Could certainly be that. It's it's I, I just don't understand how anyone has seventeen songs that they hadn't like recorded that Yeah. That had never seen the light he's of not, day. He's not Prince, is he? it just seems very unlikely for somebody who died before their debut album was even released to already have a seventeen track like posthumous album coming up. Mm. Um. Anyway, also Black Alicious, Black Alicious, the uh, the rap group, the main rapper, Gift of Gab, died this week at fifty years old. I mention this because Gift because Black Alicious was fucking amazing, and uh, it's it's a real shame. Real name Timothy Parker from the Bay Area in California died uh, after uh, undergoing a kidney transplant. I guess. But I, I Blackalicious were in the early like nineties, like oh, sorry, late nineties, early two thousands, like underground hip hop thing was so fucking good, and uh, their their album Black Arrow in particular is really really great. So if you like intelligent hip hop, then give that a go. And I guess we can just uh, skip over this Courtney Love thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just fuck it. Whatever. So, that's the news. Nice. And I guess we should get into our first review. I think we should. Which is Tyler the Creator's uh, fair, uh, like, two years follow-up to, to Igor. His new album, Call Me If You're Lost, right? If you get lost. Sorry, call me if you get lost. I keep I keep confusing the name of this album with the movie Call Me Oh fuck. Another movie anyway. A movie with a similar name. I can't remember that one now. Anyway, yes, Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler the Creator. Oh, yeah. Baby. Oh no, we don't do that. Yeah. I pick up on this shit. I, I try to do it. Call me when you 
while you look malnourished. Get some bread, fried an egg, yolk, and drown in the syrup. Skip the spot, I pick a tail number, and we could be tourists. Let's go to Cannes and watch a couple indie movies that you never heard of. Listen to bands, groove when we dance, disco in France, smell some perfume, head in the wind. We can switch off, I can show you how you can really exfoliate skin. If you got a man, you should cut it off. Get your passport, cause we run it off. We can sit and talk, you can tell me everything that's on your chest, baby, get it off. You are my type, you a bright light, and I'm like a moth, this is not a game. But before we start, what's your name, girlfriend, what's your name? What's your name, girlfriend? 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 What's your name, girlfriend? What's your name, girlfriend? But uh, yeah, there we are. That's Tyler's first album two years, I guess, since Igor, uh, which was a great album. And uh, mm. what, are you, what are you thinking on Call Me If You Get Lost? What am I thinking? What am I thinking? What am I thinking? Well, um, big album, eh? 16 tracks. Yeah, never actually, really, never, the CD version actually yeah. has 17 tracks. Oh, does it? Yeah, if you can ever find it again, because yeah. it seems like you can't. But a lot of the, tr- a lot of the songs are I mean, quite long. Uh, excuse me, a lot of the songs are actually short, but having said that, there's also two monster long the, there's tracks. Two, there's like, like a nine-minute one. And then eight, like eight-minute as well. I think Wilshire is like eight I read minutes. that that's like a thing Tyler created does on his albums, like a track 10 big Sort of I mean, e- Igor track. was was kind of like was like that for sure, and then I think even um, fuck, what was the previous one before Igor? Yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah, and and I don't know, like mix Definitely up him. albums. There was it Flower Boy or mm-hmm. maybe Scumfuck Flower Boy, which was a great album. It was like a real turning point for Tyler. And it, it uh, definitely Flower Boy. I think it, it was. It, I mean, the the full title is Scumfuck Flower Boy, but obviously on <laughs> That's a nice a- Apple they just call it Flower Boy. But typical, yeah. <laughs> typical Apple. Yeah. But yeah, his like track ten on on that album mm-hmm. called Nine Eleven slash Mister Lonely, featuring Frank Ocean, and that was only a four minute track. But he does seem to like to do that sort of split thing more and more. Mm. Where a couple of songs kind of blend into each other like that. Yeah, and I, I really liked it. I mean, there's a lot to get, lot to get through, a lot to get into on this, and uh, like it's one of those albums where you have to, I mean, you have to really spend a lot of time with. Like, I, I liked it more and more as time went on. As yeah, yeah went for on sure. And yeah. I don't know. There's a lot. Yeah, a lot of features. Is that normal for Tyler the Creator to have tons of features? Lots of I don't. I don't think there are that many, many features to be honest. There's quite a lot of. Uh, you got like Little Wayne and. Um, I mean, little Wayne's there, yeah. U- little mm. Little Uzi, Uzi Vert's on here somehow. Song and Tizo um, Touchdown. Yeah. Domo Genesis Brent Five. I guess there are quite a few features actually. I mean, yeah. I, I think one Pharrell of the things. Williams on here too. Pharrell, I mean, Pharrell, 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 Pharrell is like Tyler's <laughs> like spirit animal, so oh, yeah. he's 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 been like a big part of Tyler's Tyler was obsessed with him before he ever became famous so I I think by the time he got to the point where he could 
in involve Pharrell in his music. He's never let go of it. But oh, I see. Big big fan of him. Yeah. But it works both both ways now, then. Yeah? I'm sure it does now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I suppose there are. I, I think one of the biggest differences in like on on Igor and even Scumfuck Flower Boy, <laughs> like Tyler did <laughs> it, most of the singing, except for when Frank o and Frank Ocean does have a small part on this album too. Yeah. This one. Oh, really? Frank. At, at, at the end of. Uh, oh. Lemonhead. Oh yeah. That that the outro of Lemonhead is Frank singing. Oh, like a new Frank stuff or yeah. pre-recorded like no, like new, new stuff. Oh, really? Because they they were the reason oh. Frank Ocean exists is because of Tyler the Creator, basically. Oh really? They were part. They were part of the same Odd Future crew. Oh, really? Didn't know that. Tyler, I mean, Frank was working as a songwriter for big names. He was writing songs for I know, Bieber I know and, that. and, and yeah. Beyonce, but basically Tyler put Frank on. Oh, okay. His albums and and made him into Frank Ocean, basically. So I think mm -hmm. Frank is on every single Tyler album somewhere. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe not the first one, maybe not Goblin, but every every other album, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't read the person out the bottom yeah. on that Wikipedia. Okay. It, it's just a small thing like it, it yeah. doesn't sound obviously like Frank it doesn't sound like he's taking it that seriously because it's kind of like a just a weird outro thing but yeah but yeah so that they, they are like forever connected <laughs> I, I was kind of surprised Earl Sweatshirt was nowhere here because originally I mean Domo Genesis was part of that crew as well and the guy Jasper who I have no idea what he's doing he's just like a white dude i guess i think that's jasper the white dude who jasper. was in in off odd future he's credited on like two songs but i think he's literally just like shouting something in the background for for a second moral, moral like support or something. that kind of thing but like earl yeah. switcher was like the other big name like odd future guy back in the day but him mm. and tyler seemed to have like totally drifted apart so that's mm. kind of sad but Anyway, yeah, I mean, I, I guess you're right. But anyway, what I was going to say is that I think on the, like, the previous two albums, most of the singing was done by Tyler himself. Whereas on this album, there's only a couple of songs where he actually sings. And so he's got Brent Fires or Ty Dollar Sign coming also, in. And oh, you're saying that on this, he's rap rapping a lot. On previous ones, he actually sings proper. Like, I mean, the first couple yeah. albums, it's a pure rap. And then oh, okay. maybe like Frank Ocean will come and sing some hooks or something. Mm -hmm. But then on yeah. like Scumfuck Flower Boy and Igor, he starts yeah. singing. Yeah. As well as rapping. I think Igor is probably more singing than rapping. Yeah. This one he's rapping a hell of a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he, I think he brought in like Ty Dollar Sign. And there is one song in particular where he sings a lot. Right. But, you know, Ty Dollar Sign's there and. Uh, Brent Fires, obviously. Oh, that's actually that song with Brent, Brent Fires. That's the, yeah, the uh, long one, isn't it? Like, actually, Tyler sings most of that song. Sweet, I thought you wanted to dance. Yeah. Yeah. So Tyler's singing a lot on that song, but obviously Brent Fires is much better singer than Tyler. So it's, uh, I mean, I, I think Tyler's bass, basically when he sings, tries to impersonate Pharrell singing, like that really oh, yeah. high-pitched thing, so... Like like the old Pharrell, where he would be like, like the really high pitch sort of like mm. uh, falsetto, yeah. almost mm. kind of like R and B thing. Yeah. So, mm. but yeah, I I, mean, I think Tyler's killing it. The rapping on this rapping is great, isn't absolutely it? Mm. just got better and better and better. I mean, I I really like Tyler. I like Tyler from the beginning when he first put 
put out like those really disturbing mixtapes where every song is about murdering and raping people but yeah it, it's so weird to think how he's changed so much like just I mean like on I think on the second track he says I hate saying the word bitch but it sounds cool or something yeah which is like a bold st- I know he's like obviously start off at like 19 and he's grown but for um, like for a man who's early music was like so much of it was about shooting up schools and raping women calling them cunts and calling gays faggots and stuff like (laughs) it's like bitch is not that that bad anymore Tyler but but as he does say when he got there's a song on the album where he mentioned where he got a passport his world changed like because finally finally he became like started understand the world more and like being less like in that little tiny box of who he yeah. was just that angry person and it clearly there's a song he talks about geneva and being on a yacht I yeah guess, yeah that's you know? what i'm called yeah. i mean that's that's uh Hot Wind Blues, D- dj uh what's his name where he's talking about like too lavish for the gram <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. what was that one yeah. <laughs> i forget exactly but I, I like I love the way this album is done, kind of like Igor was as well, as just like almost like one continuous song. Like mm. it, it, it's oh, like oh yeah, they like, blend together well, don't they? Like the whole thing just keeps flowing through. Mm. Like in this era where you know albums don't matter, it's actually nice to hear like a young and extremely successful young artist really like doubling down on making album music where obviously the songs can work as singles or whatever but the concept and the overall overarching theme of the album is to listen to the whole thing front to back because everything blends every song blends into the next song basically every thing is linked together and there, it is essentially a, a a story about like wanting like I think the the song Wilshire there very long very heartfelt song about how he was he fell in love with his oh, friend's his, girlfriend yeah, yeah, and how true. he was so like in two minds about the whole thing and getting fucked up with it and then in the end she just blew him off and he was driving mm. around crying his eyes out and feeling devastated I think the, that's the whole album kind of leads to that point where he's talking about taking her shopping and taking her places in there it's like I think a lot of those earlier songs about going to different locations or buying different things or it it's kind of like an overarching love song love story that just sort of falls mm. apart and yeah. uh and that's kind of an interesting song because on I think on Igor or the Flower Boy album there's another song about a th- love triangle where it's his girlfriend falling in love with his friend Mm-hmm. Oh right. So I I don't know if these are true stories. I feel like the well, Wilshire thing feels well, very this, very well, according authentic. According to I read, according to Tyler Tyler Crater himself, all of these songs, lyrics, and stories are actually based on his real life. Mm. Nothing is made up. And it feels very authentic. That's what he said. You, you, I I think. And apparently, I think his previous albums a lot of it's storytelling, isn't it? That's I mean, it's called Tyler the Creator. Right? I mean, obviously, I would assume. presumably, he did not rape or. Rape <laughs> well, anyone, okay, or or he shoot, said he wouldn't say it in the song. Shoot up any high schools, <laughs> but 
Right. Like bomb many schools. I'm assuming he didn't. I did kind of like that reference in one track where he's talking about when he was talking about Selena Gomez and he wanted to fuck Bieber. Because I don't know if you know about the history of Tyler the Creator with Selena Gomez, but he went like insane for a while where he was just tweeting at her like, Selena Gomez turned 18, now she can finally suck my dick, (laughs) take my dick in her asshole, like over and over and over again until he got, yeah, in his tweets until he got banned from Twitter for a while. And that was when she was dating Bieber. So, like, he was friends with Bieber. It's like, and he got banned from Twitter for a while because of it. Like, he was growing up a bit then. Yeah, like, he, he, I mean, he was literally banned from entering the UK for a few years. Wow. Because of his song lyrics. Oh my God. Like, several countries banned. He went to the UK and they kept him in Heathrow Airport and deported him. Wow. So he couldn't play shows. Wow. Okay. Be- just because of the of lyrics. Oh, lyrics. No, the lyrics, lyrics of, of his song. songs, yeah. That's ridiculous. So they finally let him perform in the UK a couple of years ago. Yeah. And even then he was like, I never apologize. They can suck my dick. On the stage you're saying that? No, like, Twitter just again. like publicly, like, okay. just like. <laughs> I mean, fair. I, I don't think anyone should be banned <laughs> for what's in their songs, to be honest. Like, like yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe if you're like. I mean, if you're advocating, like, regicide or something, maybe, <laughs> like, like singing, like, instructions how to build a bomb, maybe then, like, if it's, like, true propaganda of, like, terrorism or something, I get it. I, I think, you know, Eminem had sang, like, equally terrible things sure. for years, and nobody's banning Eminem from the country, so... But mm, that, that yeah. was, you know... Interesting. T- like, they were... Never knew that. They were like out of control. They the off off uh, odd future. Hmm. I mean, originally their name was Odd Future Wolfgang Kill. Think they're doing it just for scandal. It was. Uh, they were just obsessed with. The, there was like an Eminem album which is terrible. They're, like one of his later albums, I forgot which one. Like Relapse, maybe it is. And the lyrics are just like complete, like horror shock rap, like just horrible stuff like about murdering people and and like in in exquisite detail Eminem is an amazing is lyricist. obsession with murder I mean like, even on his greatest albums like there's a song one of his best songs is called Kim which is one of his best songs because it it's a great song but I mean it literally ends it's a song about how his ex-wife had his little girl and the song is about how he's driving somewhere with his little girl and in the boot is the wife and the end of the song is him choking her to death going bleed bitch bleed bleed <laughs> like that like that's the worrying. end of the song it's worrying. and it's still like oh Eminem's amazing <laughs> it, like, I mean it, it's truly like cinematic like like a it's horror kind of cinematic movie. kind of thing then. It, it is in the I, eyes, I, of, a, in the I eyes think, of a killer maybe but I think like the difference with Tyler stuff was that it was his production like now his production is really like it's got all these great like jazz samples beautiful mm. keyboard great chords and stuff this, this also a lot of the keyboard stuff just him like he around the Cherry Bomb era album he started like utilizing all these like different like interesting jazzy chords on the keyboards and stuff yeah so 
there's always this kind of like really lush sound now but if you listen to his first couple of albums for the most part they're very like simple very like bare bones skeletal beats so when you're mm. like rapping about like blowing up a school and it doesn't sound like a movie <laughs> yeah okay i guess that's what happened yeah when it's just like a very basic beat like very unsettling like maybe it sounds like a saw movie but refuse like, to watch those uh, yeah i mean they don't i'm not gonna no, we should don't watch need to watch I, I watched the latest one with ah, chris yeah. rock and uh, samuel jackson are in it oh, God. but it's just, just why, why would you watch that why would you enjoy watching people being tortured and mutilated I just don't get it unless you're a psychopath yeah I mean, I mean the, the new <laughs> one I don't think I mean the kills are violent but it's not like that bad or anything but it's just shite that's the trouble oh, that's yeah. the biggest crime is that they're just shit not good movies yeah, yeah just terrible movies mm-hmm. same with those hostile movies it's like, I think hostile is a much bigger offender than solo that's some grim stuff. I was thinking of samples. Then. Why don't we pop, pop on one on cool, another yeah. tune? Absolutely. Maybe like a manifesto or something? Or yeah, like, that's a great song. It's got good, some good samples in there. Little white bitch gonna say, you need to say something about that. You need to say something about black... Bitch, suck my... D- Go Yo, top! That ain't your religion. You just following your mammy. She followed your granny. She obeyed master. Did y'all even ask a question? Just holes in them stories. Is it holes in your blessings? Yeah, I'm bold with the message. I know I ain't got the answer, but I ain't gonna chill with y'all just to be a dance. I'm a groove to my own drums. Sunlight in my shadow, baby. Move to my soul comes. Let them serpents rattle, baby. Cracking light, broke porcelain, bitch. We ocean deep. If you just pour us in a portion of shit, then people try to twist my view on some contortionist shit. I had to reevaluate what was important and shit. Find us keepers when you creep inside. My mind is madness. If I see peace, I'm like a fiend. Uh, gotta have it. Lord, cover me. I'm going in. Walls closing in. How I'm supposed to be protected when the laws want us in. Y'all want us dead. Just cause the skin is the black type. Teach me So that's manifesto. Track uh, nine, right? Yep. Featuring Domo Genesis. Love this track. Yeah, great song. Mm, that beat is awesome. That sample. Yeah. What was it again? The Barry White one. Oh, that's right. The first part, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Barry White's. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna love you just a little more, babe. Babe. Now your voice will go deeper for that. Boop. There you go. <laughs> 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 That's good. Nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's there's there's a lot lot going on with this album. There is. And um I, I I would say I don't think it's a particularly great album to listen in the car unless you were driving a long way. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I did start listening to it in the car, and I, I did drive a long way to be fair. But it, you know, first listen this kind of album. I don't think it's like that immediate. Oh yeah. So the couple of long drives I had with it didn't really like hit me that much. And then like for the next couple of days, it was just sort of like you know, it's like ten minutes here, <laughs> ten minutes there, whatever. I don't think it works that much for that. But to actually sit down and listen to it properly over and over again, which I did at home later and like, especially like paying attention to it and like the last real proper listen I gave it, I sat and read all the lyrics on Genius 
and, and just yeah. went through like all those references and everything that's that's going on and I I fucking love this album I mean I am a big Tyler fan even going back to stuff that I didn't really love the albums but I, I kept buying them and kept having them because I thought there was something kind of special or unique there and I'm really glad to see him actually re- like realizing this like tremendous potential I think and and certainly in a genre where you know this kind of like everyone doing either the Migos thing or the Drake thing or like the very underground kind of cerebral hip hop thing he's kind of doing something like uniquely him I think Mm. there's nothing really like this there isn't and it mm. was the same with Igor and I think even the, the Flower Boy album was pretty unique there if you, if you ever see his, his tiny desk concert performance from, that, yeah. from the, awesome. the the scumfuck yeah. Flower Boy era like, <laughs> it's, really good. it's so good he mm. became a, a really good performer and clearly somebody I think because he was producing everyone's music in, in Odd Future for the first few years he has such a great understanding of how to how to build songs and what to do with production and how to make something kind of interesting and there I mean, some of the samples are just tremendous on oh, uh, yeah. on here as well oh, and yeah, like just really. like really like samples I never heard so of before from good. artists I never so heard smooth. of before mm. and just looked some of them up and started listening to those songs and it was like oh this is great well, I someone can, uh, hot wind blues I love that sample as well. Oh, Little Wayne actually does has a great verse. I think it. Lil Wayne is tremendous good, right? on that mm. that song like actually, and I was I was kind of surprised. Yeah, how how good Lil I, that's the best I've heard Lil Wayne <laughs> in in years. I think. Oh yeah. So that, that yeah that I was I was going to mention that and I forgot to so I'm glad you did. Um, actually, is it hot? Yeah, Hot Wind Blows has. I think it might be it might be that song where yeah it has a a sample from a song called Slow Hot Wind by Penny Goodwin oh okay which is actually like a 2004 song yeah I've never heard of her I never heard of the album I I, because of that song I love the sample so much I actually wanted to hear it and I added that that album on Apple Music and it's, it's fucking tremendous oh cool I have to try that so like I, I like the way he uses all samples from all these different eras, not just going like the obvious 60s, 70s sample. Obviously, he does that too, like the Barry White stuff and then, like, but some of the like jazz samples he does, he uses are, are great. And yeah, even just very sort of like, ob- at least for me, obscure sort of like soul mm. R&B stuff from even the mid 2000s. I was completely not expecting that. So he must listen to a lot of music. Oh, I reckon so, yeah. And I I think, you know, I think we referenced it on the show before, but there's that that Kanye Lyons, like, what do you know about spending three summers, like, in the basement, listening to records all day? Like, like, that's what I did. And I I think that, that mentality, that mindset of just listening to everything, buying all these records at, like, 
garage sales or whatever and just listening to everything and making notes of everything you could possibly use and just start cutting it up and sampling it is like that's the stuff of legends i mean it's just you know everyone who does that seems to just turn out like in turn into like a great artist i think so Mm. like them and just blaze guys like that so i don't know i i feel like this is like on that weird level of like genuine art as popular music in a weird way it's it's really quite special to me in the way igor was as well as as we mentioned igor was my number one album of 2019 until I actually really listened to Lana Del Rey again, and then it became number two. But oh, yeah, yeah. but it was certainly up there, <clears throat> top so, two, level. certainly top two. Yeah, and uh, Flower Boy was would have been way up there if we were doing the show then as well. So right, I am. You're a fan, eh? I am definitely a big <laughs> fan of Tyler, and uh, I'm glad to see him actually really realizing that, like potential everyone said he had yeah yeah so awesome oh you wanna is it all score i'm i'm gonna go five stars on this one wow yeah i i i really love this album and i think it it probably the best album of this year for me all right wow uh what were we doing so far anyway what were we doing that was a five recently uh, Ryan Adams last week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> recently, <laughs> oh, just last week. Yeah. yeah, was that? Did we give that fives? Yeah, we did give it. Okay, so we got some top, top three uh, level albums then. Well, this is getting a, a a four and a half from me. Nice. So yeah, very yeah. good album. Loved it a lot. As I said, it's gonna definitely gonna um, uh, what's the word? It's gonna grow on me. I mean, I think <laughs> I think time <laughs> yeah. is the most important thing for this album. Mm. And that yeah, definitely want to come back. I, to I was definitely in a position of I did listen to it quite a quite a lot, considering it came on Friday. But every time, just getting better and better and better. So, very important stuff for for a great album, I think. But yeah, yeah. All right, well, check it out. Um, Will there be a physical release? I mean, they're already it's already sold out, as I mentioned last week. So I Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Apparently the physical release has an extra track, which is oh, yeah, what yeah. we always say physical releases should have mm. instead of the iTunes <laughs> release or whatever. Right. But if you look on Amazon or anywhere else, there is literally no existence of this album anymore. So That's a shame. I I really hope it was not just a hey, if you pre-order this album in like three days, you can get a physical copy. Otherwise, it's gone forever. I really will be pissed if that's the situation. But in this fucking bullshit world, (laughs) I wouldn't be that surprised either. So let's hope so. Fingers crossed. Uh, Yes. So our second review does have a physical release available, thankfully. Really? Yes. Um... Although some very beautiful vinyls, I guess, have already sold out. But there is a CD available everywhere. And that, of course, is uh, Lucy Dacus's new album, Home Video. All right. Let's give something. Poke it. Let's let's poke Lucy. (laughs) All right. (laughs) 
Being back here makes me hot in the face Hot blood in my pulsing veins Heavy memories weighing on my brain Hot and heavy in the basement of your parents' place You used to be so sweet Now you're a firecracker on a crowded street Couldn't look away even if I wanted Try to walk away but I come back to the start Hot and Heavy, the opening track on home video. Oh, I like that piano there. It's definitely a, a bit of a kind of Springsteen. Oh, yeah, thing, I think, yeah, yeah, it's so, so Bruce, I, isn't I, it? I'm, I'm not it's a big true. fan of the drum beat, to be honest. But, oh, you don't either. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I don't. I like the song fine, but... It, a bit simple? It... I don't know. I, I think... Do you remember when we did, like, the last Soccer Mommy album? They said, like, I didn't really like the first... Not, not that I don't like, but the first three, two or three songs, like, didn't really mm. do too much for me because they just felt like kind of like very obvious, kind of like yeah. pop rock kind of songs. Okay, I felt like a little <laughs> bit like that for the start of this album. I mean, they, that, I think this is better than that, but and I, I think it's a good song, but I, I think the type of drums you have can really affect a song. Really, so. I, I think I it fits the songs well, though. I, I think it fits the song well as well. I don't. I, 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 you mean? Make it I'm certainly doesn't elevate it or make it better. I think, but um, I, I don't know. I, I just, it, I guess I. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll say straight off. I I overall I love this album, but I for me, especially her voice works way better with darker more painful music I, I don't think this like ah. upbeat like cheerful kind of thing is particularly so that's like with historian had a lot more of the darker that's that's I do agree with that yeah yeah, yeah I did think the same so do, I, I do just think feel like this sort of like mm. upbeat like cheerful thing doesn't quite sound even though it's a perfectly nice song I, I wouldn't skip it or anything it's fine obviously it's a good song but I, I every time I hear I just feel like mm, I'm waiting for the album to really start because to me this is more like like a b-side to me oh okay I, I, I would not start the album with this I, I, I understand that the album is basically also telling a story and that's like a concept album and that it does end with like a a, a weird fantasy like outro story plot for taking like I know most of the songs are all about like her real life experiences and then yeah, the ending yeah, is yeah. like a total like fantasy movie ending but I get it and I think in that sense it works and she she did say like she went to film school so oh, really? she said one of the things that she learned there was that the intro of a movie is supposed to ideally 
tell you what the movie is going to be. So that was the point of starting with this song. Like, this is like the upbeat, like, you know, 80s movie intro in a way. And oh, in okay. that, like the Goonies or like Stranger sure. Things, the kids riding their bikes through the... So it has that kind of Springsteen 80s yeah. sound in there as well. Yeah. So I think yeah. as like, as far as the concept of the album goes, like it totally works. And I like the song enough. It's just, for me... She Not works best with pain. <laughs> Not enough suffering and death. Yeah, like, and I think even like <laughs> the sound of her voice is not quite right for this kind it of music. It does sound, so. sound a bit, I don't, yeah, a bit, bit odd. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it doesn't quite work for me. But I, I think it's a nice song. I just wouldn't have written this song for her. <laughs> <laughs> if you were her, you wouldn't have written yeah, it. Like yeah, like, this, this would have just been, like, whatever. Mm. Oh, I, maybe a little bit. I do like when the piano comes in, it becomes really springsteen but that first, like, when the drums first Didn't start coming in, like, the... It's just yeah. not, not really for me, but, yeah. but it's fine. I, I, I do think, generally, like, you're... One of your best songs, well, like one of your f- at least four or five best songs on album should be the first song, and I don't think this even comes close to that. But I, I don't know if in this era that even really applies that much anymore either. So mm-hmm. it's uh, anyway. But I, I do think it's a pretty, pretty solid song. Um, for me, the, when the album really gets good, is the song Cartwheel, oh, which yeah. is track. Five. You want to pop that on? Yeah, absolutely. Cartwheel, which for me is like the first song that really, really got me. I know that line she says, Scared you will make it to 45, the same age uh, that your father died, or whatever it is. That's but really sad. I mean, th- these are all. Th- this song is apparently about how all her friends grew up kind of earlier than her. Oh, okay. And they all became interested in boys. 
and they started like sneaking boys into like their sleepovers and stuff and she was like not into it at all yet right and it was just like why why do you keep wanting to bring boys like it's so much more fun when boys on here and then like one of her friends told her she had sex for the first time and she felt completely betrayed by it like oh, just see. devastated by the fact that she had like like moved on yeah. without her I guess so I think that's the thing that that's pretty common for, for especially for girls I, I knew some girls who were like that where I remember having a girlfriend and her telling her friend that she had sex and her friend was like, I can't believe you did that before me. Like she was so angry. And I think that for, for obviously we're not girls, but I think it's a really difficult thing for, for girls sometimes growing up like that. And then people become interested in like other stuff. Yeah. And you, I mean, I guess that applies to any kids when you don't mature past it, but it's like stranger things, right? Yeah. That, that one kid, I forgot his name. Wow. He wasn't interested in girls. He just went to play like Dungeons and Dragons and that's shit. Right. And I think that's, that's one of the hardest things about growing up. If you were like that kid who's not into that stuff yet. But and everyone grows up at a different rate. So of course, right? So, different I mean, it's not weird. It's just yeah. someone is going to be the last person yeah. to start feeling like that. But right. God, it's it's true. Though, just hanging out with your mates is more fun. And like when you ha bring bring a, well for me anyway, so bring a girl in there and stuff. It's like you can't do the same things or say the same things. Well, I mean, the the, the irony is that the older you get, the more true that becomes. Ah, yes, <laughs> you know? yeah, that's true. No group of guys hanging out having a great time, yeah. and everyone goes, "God, you know, it'd be better if all our girls all were girls here, all our wives were here." Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's no, true. that's no offense, ladies, but that literally never happens. That never happens. No, I miss you. No, you don't. Mm. You don't miss her. <laughs> You're having a great time. <laughs> I mean, you. Know. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was weird on the Tyler album that that song will show. He says people say bros before hoes, but I'm like, mm, yeah, no. Because he was really just wanting that girl. Oh, I see. But, like, you know, realism. But I think when you're a teenager, you you, yeah. you just lose your mind over women. And it's, or, or boys, the other way of around, course. I guess. And uh, that's, that shit will fuck you up for a while. And you, you suddenly don't see your friends anymore because you're just like with that person all the fucking time. And then, like we said, you get older. It's like, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> enough of that. Yeah. Put a, put a cap on that. Yeah. Let's, let's balance this out a little more in the 70-30 type uh, ratio. Yeah. 90-10 for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean also that <laughs> but, um, but yeah for me this is I mean I think the previous song is a VBS the uh, yeah uh, VBS is it yes. VBS VBS what's that again something bible what's it called again what's it stand for um it stands oh, vocation bible voca school vocation yeah. bible school that's yeah. right so she grew up like yeah. extremely Christian that's right yeah in in a very rural. Isn't Julian Baker the same? I believe so. They're all from the south. They're from the south. Phoebe. No, Phoebe's Not from Phoebe. Los Angeles, oh, so she definitely South. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but um, they did. I was also surprised to read that Lucy is actually adopted, and her mother is mm. also adopted. So 
Hmm. There's, there's. I think the probably the most devastating song on the album is Thumbs. Oh which yes, is, yes. Um, Track, uh, comes after six, this, after Carmel actually, wheel, yeah. which tells a story apparently of a true story of a college friend she had, who's had like a deadbeat dad. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, he contacted her, and even though she didn't, would not want to meet him and hated him, she still, some like whatever reason, agreed to go and meet him and took Lucy with her. And uh, basically, stories about how she would like to thumb his eyeballs out. That's right. And murder him. It, it's like a chilling song, but it's it's. I think it's so beautiful and it's so devastating and. I, I can't even Im- for a while she wouldn't let people she asked the audience she played it live a lot for a long time hmm. before she ever recorded it and she used to ask the I, audience not yeah. to not That's to right. record it That's because right. she used to burst into tears playing yeah. it I have a feeling I've these lyrics just seem familiar it was like some was this like Julian Baker or Phoebe Bridges song it just seems like I've heard this story before or did Phoebe? Uh, not, mm. uh, she, I mean, she did put it out. Or this was the first thing she maybe put I, maybe out. Maybe I like listened a, to it a bunch and didn't realize. I mean, she put it out like a couple of months ago. At first, as like a single. I've definitely heard it before. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we talked about it a few months back. Oh, maybe that's why. Yeah. Apparently, Phoebe and Julian are, yeah. like made her like release it basically. Oh, okay. But it just yeah, it seems like something. Maybe somehow I've heard like from, maybe from last year. It's very familiar. I mean, like me she's she's. She played it live mm. a lot, so yeah. it's possible you saw it in like a live video. Or something. Might have been K K E X P or something. I think so because no. she didn't want people recording her performing it because she used to start crying during you, you it. Said, yeah. So yeah. I she even for like one of those kind of things. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's not that simple. I think yeah. you know some sometimes when you write something like that, it will just get to you halfway through the song. Yeah. And she said, "Now it doesn't matter because at least it's out there, so everyone knows what it's supposed to sound like. So if she cries now, it doesn't matter. You can." Uh, well, this refrain at the end, you don't, but you don't owe him shit, even if he yeah. said you did. She repeats that. So, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I mean, I, I think I think it's an incredible song. I, mm. I really, I mean, it's so basic, just the keyboards and just her voice, but but it's like the whole album. Though, everything is so well obviously produced but so well that the instrument choice and, and the tones and all the the way everything mm. fits together it's so beautiful I, I really so, agree real delicate moments yeah. and louder moments and yeah it's excellent and she produced she helps with the productions and she's like three people I think including her two yeah. two guys I don't know their names but I mean that I th- it's not I mean there, there were there, yeah. there was there was a pretty big producer working there, on this album yeah. and Bob Ludwig was Oops, excuse me it was like my mic yes you might want to oh, okay never mind that might come come kind of loud for the uh, audience sorry about that <laughs> ladies and gentlemen no I mean Bo- Bob Ludwig was the the mastering engineer oh really and, okay uh, he has obviously worked with Frank Ocean and uh, some other pretty pretty big name people so that was a good get um but yeah I, I think also like Jacob Blizzard who was like her usual guitarist and he did like the Mellotrons and some of the synthesizers and stuff I think that guy is awesome oh yeah yeah like, I, I sure. think he's a really really underrated guitarist and has a really good 
understanding of getting the most out of her music. Obviously, she's writing these songs, but mm. except for I, I know she plays some keyboards on this song, and oh, yeah. she plays guitar in a couple of songs, but generally she seems to prefer to let him just play all the guitar stuff. Oh, he's the guy in Historian, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah, really good player. So I, I think she kind of took the tack that like having like a session musician level guitarist is better than me just doing it yeah so she could focus on the guitars yeah that's a very uh, so good focus idea. on the vocals like sure, obviously live she plays guitar but yeah mm. and but yeah i mean that that song thumbs is basically just some keyboards and her voice but that's that's why i think like her vocals are so evocative mm. and so like that's kind of the best use of a voice that beautiful rather than like kind of like the first track so much for me where her voice doesn't really f even though it's a good song her voice doesn't quite fit the song for me but yeah um what else have we got um well i mean uh how about something like what do you think of going going gone where she's got all these background vocalists and that's uh, my kind of least favorite song i was gonna say it's mine too i hate it's, that babble at the end the babbling I thank you guys for the. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I, I apparently the backstory of that because yeah. I think Phoebe and Julian are there as well as like the Mitski's in there as That's well. Right. Yes. Mitski and like a bunch of other bu people. Yeah. Bunch of people. She wasn't that into that song because she felt like it sounded kind of like a campfire song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree with that. But the well. thing is, I agree with it too. Completely. I don't, I don't hate it, yes. but it's just sort of like. Here we are, everyone. Gathered it, together. It just feels kind hold of hold your hands, uh, yeah, hold hands. It is know? a bit kumbaya-ish, and <laughs> kumbaya. <laughs> it's it's definitely for for the second half of the album for me. It's it's definitely like the lower part. I think, however, partner in crime that follows it is amazing. Even though the vocal distortion, do you like it? I wasn't wasn't really a um. Well, it's it's a it's the auto tune, right? It's auto tune, is it? Yeah. So there is a reason for it. That she apparently completely lost her voice. Oh. And couldn't speak at all for one month. She wasn't allowed to speak for a month. And wow. then after a month, she was allowed to speak for like two hours a day or something. What the hell? That's so she, they recorded that with autotune as a track, like as like sort of like a, what would you say? Like a guide vocal. Okay because she couldn't hit the notes at all but because the story of the song is about apparently when she was 17 she was dating a much older man that she had lied to about her age mm -hmm. and after a while she started thinking why are you dating a girl who looks like she's in high school and she broke up with him but so she started feeling like the autotune thing was kind of like a mask for the lies that she's telling in the song. And I think if you look at it as like a conceptual choice, it kind of works. I, I agree. I would prefer the autotune was not there. Yeah. But I do think the song itself, I, I, I like the guitar solo and everything, which <clears throat> she, she also plays the solo along with the... Uh... <coughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Having some stuff going on there, she plays a solo along with the the guitarist guy there who we were talking about, and um, I, I I I think I think it's a really good song. It's just yeah, that is 
a bit of a strange element, but it's it's not like a deal breaker for. I, I've seen people praising that, and I've seen people saying they hate it. So I think it's oh, okay. it's a pretty so di- like, divisive like choice, but yeah, both sides of the uh, yeah fence. <clears throat> but yeah, it's uh, not it's not it's not bad at all. It's just um one of the low, lower points. I, I think for me, it's mostly like the the sort of the build up to the guitar solo and the big massive like guitar section is kind of what I love about that song but you know Mm. Uh, Brando is like was a single and I think lyrically it's really clever and interesting it's like a great story about some guy she was friends with who used to speak basically movie movie quotes oh yeah yeah and like his whole persona was based on like just kind of fake like just quoting movies and stuff and like later she would watch those movies and realize like half the stuff that he was saying was just from these movies yeah yeah yeah. and that like in in the end like he had no personality he just needed and and they had no relationship he just needed a vessel to like entertain his like fantasies of being like this artistic like worldly guy but obviously everything he said was just from something else so that that was I but as a song I find it kind of twee and not particularly yeah like twee's it, a good word it, it's mm. just like another like upbeat kind of song that for me do you know what it reminds me a little bit even though it's nowhere near as good what's that is uh, Phoebe's Kyoto ah okay I think Kyoto is a miles better song but when I first heard Kyoto it was kind of like this is very sort of upbeat and sing songy and poppy and kind too, of too too pleasant for me yeah, at first <laughs> I, I like kyoto i think kyoto has a big chorus so it works much better and i i like that song quite a lot now but i didn't love it at first to me this sounds kind of like kyoto but without the big chorus like that so okay. it's uh definitely more like a vanessa carlton type song to me just with like much better lyrics mm-hmm. great lyrics though great storytelling but it's like counting crows or something it's like mr jones but not as good yeah yeah <laughs> yeah still think mr jones is a better song than brando but oh yeah i think it is yeah <laughs> but it's like the same kind of thing in <laughs> a way like counting crest has to start fucking years yeah i know ago. right <laughs> 30 or 40 years ago isn't it 30 it's years not ago. that long is it feels like it jesus it's christ mid 90s right mid 90s yeah 25 years ago yeah Anyway, this Jones is a good song, yeah. except for the chorus. I mean, the chorus is fine, but I—it's yeah. one of those like classic <laughs> we have to, things. We have that, to play it now, so everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah, geez, ask your grandparents about Mr. Jones by Counting Crows. <laughs> YouTube it. it. It's like one of those songs. Just as to finish this tangent, that the verses—the <laughs> verses are all like in minor keys, and I love it. And then the chorus is like this big obvious major key sing-along which never like always annoys me when dark songs become really bright and poppy i don't it's it's a real like thorn in my side <laughs> as a music li- lover <laughs> you would all be dark if it's dark, if it's dark make it dark. dark yeah I, it just i don't know it's like that there's a song quite recently i can't think of it now so it'd be a useless anecdote but it was the same <laughs> thing and it's just like could you just keep to the fucking like darkness Dark, darkness and gloom 
despair. Can you do the same chorus but in a minor key? It just I don't know. You know. <laughs> anyway. Um, but I do think Please Stay is absolutely devastating and beautiful. It's about, I guess, the first time she realized she liked girls, the first time she realized she was bisexual and she was in love with this girl and they were hanging out all the time. And this, I guess, I don't know, there's, there's a, a bit about going to a convenience store and how this her friends start dancing to the song in the convenience store and the the boy working in the store is just like staring at her and she's like I can see in your eyes what you're thinking and I understand because I'm thinking the same thing it's like but that this girl's mother was Catholic and was like supposed to be a psychic and like read her palm or something and somehow immediately picked up on the fact that Lucy was born from the devil with her lesbianism or bisexuality and forbid the girl to see Lucy anymore. Oh, wow. And that's that's kind of... Uh, that's just, that's the story actually, the no, song. actually, no. This is this is the last song, actually. I'm confusing oh, my songs. I'm oh. sorry, everyone. Was please it, stay. A bit at first. Yeah, you're what right. Wondering. You're right. So please stay is about a friend who was going to kill themselves, which actually... Okay kind of it's it's all oh, about yeah, yeah, a friend yeah, who yeah. keeps saying they're going to kill themselves and it's it's really sad okay. and it it really broke my heart the first time now i'm confusing them triple all dog days, the, the triple, dog, triple dare dog dare is that the long song. track sorry it? yes it's a long the long know, there's a lot of sad tales in lucy's childhood here that have and they're all blending together without reading them but yeah but Triple Dog Dare does end with like a very fantastical idea of r running away on a boat and nobody ever finds you again. Right. Just <laughs> like the ending of a very sort of 80s sort of uh, fantasy type adventure movie, I think. But I love that song. Right? It, the whole thing just builds up very, very slowly into a kind of crescendo. It has a, like amazing crescendo. It, and it reminds me of um, Phoebe, yeah, Phoebe yeah, Bridges, I, I, uh, The End, was it called? Yeah. It's interesting. Not quite as big, but no. It's interesting how all three members of Boy Genius, the last song on their three albums from like yes. this year. Yes, that's right. Or like the the three most recent albums anyway. All end yep. with like this sort of massive song. I think that's all like deliberate. That's it, something they've It it they has share, to be just you know? like this this thing they discussed or like just yeah. at least this this mentality that yeah. they they must have talked about I love it as I always say I love when I think every rock album should end with a massive song I really think it's important so yeah definitely I think it sucks when an album fizzles I mean it doesn't need to be a massive song in that way. I think it either has to be like this or like Luna from Siamese Dream where it's right. like almost like the ending credits song or something where yeah. it just fades into the distance or something like that. Was Historians on Historian a, a bit a big one? Do you remember? Um, I, I actually, without listening to it, I no. can't remember it either. Pit of Truth might have been a kind of a louder one, but yeah, God, I love that album. No, I, I think that album's tremendous. Absolutely, like Night Night Man. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Night uh, Night Shift is incredible, and obviously. Uh, Time Fighters, Fighter, yeah. fucking unbelievable classic. I think Time Fighter might be the best song any of those three yeah, have ever, ever written. Done. So, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. 
I, I mean, if, I had, if we're going to compare it, I wouldn't say this is this new album is as good as his story. No, but, I, I but have they're to quite agree. different as well. They're so. very different. Yeah, which is good. I, will say, I, I yeah. think mm. from like an emotional standpoint, like I, I would say there are actually like literally five or six songs that like had me welling up with tears when mm. I sat and read them and listened. Like it really touched me, yeah. and I, I think partly because some of it I could identify with a bit from being a kid like known like having like depression issues of my own but also like knowing people like that or ha- seeing friends suffer from from similar situations or whatever like that that stuff really did sort of touch me but I also think her lyrics are so evocative and so well expressed and her voice is yeah. absolutely like amazing at conveying pain yeah, like that. That is her real gift of her voice is the ability to convey emotion and pain. But there are definitely like some songs where it's sort of like, well, that's okay. And I think historian. I don't know. I mean, this this over time. I, I definitely want to buy this. Oh, I'm buying. Yeah, I'm buying this. One. Yeah, and I think over time it might just some of those like lesser tracks might just like smooth out a little bit and you might appreciate them a little bit more or they'll they'll just blend into the runtime more and let the other songs shine through better yeah but at the moment i agree that historian is still a better album it certainly had more like of a I, i think it has like a more advanced sensibility as far as the songwriting goes whereas this is more lyrically based that I think was, so yeah that was like and there's a lot more like guitar and uh, bigger yeah. sounds in there yeah, as yeah. well yeah this is definitely more lyrically based yeah um, so it's I, interesting though yeah like, I, I think in a way she the way like Phoebe Bridgers like her first album um, first one can't uh, remember any names anymore now. Stranger in the, in the Alps. Alps, thank you. Yeah. Is a beautiful album that is like very much lyrically based and telling stories about things. It's beautiful. I love that album. I think the song Demi Moo is incredible and and all that. But Punisher has like the big, like ambitious sort of like next level stuff with the music musically the guitars and everything same with julian baker's album this year definitely became oh, yeah. like a rock ba- like a rock sound instead of like a, a girl playing piano and singing beautiful songs lucy in a weird way kind of went the other way that's right yes, <laughs> i think historian was more her version of punisher and yeah, this yeah. is more her version of stranger in the alps that's really interesting yeah but we still need that boy genius follow-up. Oh, my God. They've got to make a proper album. Not just, like, you know, having them doing background vocals and each yeah, other's exactly. albums. Yeah, exactly. All singing or parts, singing parts of I songs. Mean, that that EP is amazing. Like, it's even it's still, like, and their contributions are also perfect. And mm, that's right. So them, but it all just blends together so well. And please make an album. Now that the three solo albums are out the way for a couple of years, probably, let's get it. They, they might just be doing it anyway. They might already be working on it. As and they always speak. seem to be together, right? They're yeah. all at least on two songs from each other's solo albums. So it's... Yeah. Or like that. Anyway, what are you going to give uh, Home Video? 
I'm giving it four and three quarter stars. I am also going four and three quarter stars. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's great and and beautiful and, and quite devastating. And that's with a couple of days of listening. So that's that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could, uh, could, well, I think it would go to a five for me, but. It seems um, unlikely, I, but. I, I really think this is a very, very good album. I, I and, have uh, to agree. If you like this kind of stuff, you're going to like this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> An obvious thing to say. If so, you like this music, if you, you like, like this music, music like this, you will like this, this music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. If that could not be any more obvious, then uh, please tell me. <laughs> yeah, please, please check it out. Yeah. Uh, it is available physically as well as on streaming. That's so nice. Give wonder it. how much it is on the old Amazon. Yeah. Apparently some people call it Amazon and some people call it Amazon. Even in the UK, I was talking to my parents last night. I've been calling it like Amazon without thinking about it, but it's actually am maybe more like Amazon. Maybe I, it's the Japanese way of saying it. I don't know. It's what do you say? Amazon. You say Zun, you're not Zon. I don't know. Amazon. <laughs> it's not important. Amazon? Amazon. I think it depends. Amazon, I think it depends. Amazon come I, before I, it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I think someday Amazon. No, I guess I say Amazon. I see, right. Okay, but it is there's a word. It should be Amazon, the Amazon, Amazon. rainforest. Amazon, yes, yeah. Amazon. I think Amazon would be just a a weird, like a lazy pronunciation. <laughs> lazy pronunciation. Yeah, but I, I guess it does depend on the, uh, yeah, maybe the context. Like um, for example, I think someday Amazon will probably be technically a country and uh, most countries will not cease to exist and there'll be Amazon and Apple and Google. Google and they will just rule the world and everyone will just live under one of those umbrellas wow that's an interesting I mean, thought yeah that might be strongly influenced by season three of Westworld there but I oh. really th I mean it doesn't say those specifically but oh, I, 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 I I truly can foresee a horrible future like that where there's no such thing as currency anymore and the government basically has no say over your life mm. and just gigantic unbelievably Great. rich people will be in control there actually to be honest maybe it wouldn't be any worse now would it yeah, absolute fucking morons that are running the world now as it is maybe yeah. it'd be better to just do away with that Mm -hmm. Nice. I welcome our gigantic megalodon overlords. <laughs> but anyway, I'll. What? Give me that. What's that one? Let me tell you something. I'm very smart. There you go. <laughs> DJ Khaled. I hope so. DJ Khaled has his own country. I I'd support that. Yeah. Khaled the best Khalidstan. I'd, li I'd live in Khalidstan. Khalidstan, yeah. yeah. In the Middle East? No thanks. Well, he's from the Middle East. So. No, as long as it's like in California. In, yeah. Well, he's from Miami, but yeah. Oh, Miami. Yeah. I'll be all right, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Except until the hurricanes come. That's right, Miami's hurricanes underwater, season, but yeah. Crocodiles everywhere. Hmm. I don't think they have crocodiles in Miami. Okay. That's more of a Tampa thing, I, I think. See. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that apartment building did just. R r collapse out of nowhere in Miami this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, that was insane. It's terrifying. Anywho. Stay safe if you're in Miami living in an apartment yes. building built in the 80s. 
Um, so, <coughs> notable new releases for the week. Well, actually, it's a bit of a strange one. For one thing, mm. for the usual <coughs> Friday, there is zero notable new releases. Mm. But on July 4th, which is... Mm. Uh, but you missed one. No, I didn't. Oh, you're going to tell us. Okay. Well, on July 4th, which is a Sunday, Lana Del Rey's new album comes out. What? Blue Bannisters on Sunday. Which means that, unfortunately, it's very unlikely we will be able okay. to review it. But the last week we did miss a couple of albums. Modest Mouse's latest album, The Golden Casket. And I would also like to submit for your consideration, sir. No, no guarantees yet. But the rapper Mike, all caps Mike, his new album Disco, with an exclamation point, is pretty fucking fantastic. Wow, okay. Great samples and beats on this album. All right. So I would Let's definitely see. recommend at least giving it the old poke. Let me know what you think. Yeah. But certainly Modest Mouse next week. And then, yeah. There is also, um, I, know you don't, I know you don't particularly like them, but um, that? that Australian group who made like thousands of albums, a pretty good one. Uh, you know that <laughs> group, the, the fucking mental name for the art, the King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Oh, okay. pretty interesting. I'm not sure if it's something we can review, but okay. certainly. No, no, I mean, no, I mean, it's really interesting. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, could, but, um, I could give it the once over and um, see if I think I can, I guess. Yeah. Certainly worth mentioning. But yeah, Lando Rick coming out on a Sunday for some reason. Not sure what that's about. Lana Del Rey. What, yeah, what was it Blue Bannisters. Mm. What if it's already got anything on here yet? Oh, there we go. Got a single. Oh, a single. Yeah. So that's the album cover, maybe. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the album cover. So yeah. That can't be her, can it? I guess it is, but... She was younger? Not looking at her best. Let's <laughs> add that, anyway. But yeah, I was I was a bit surprised to see that one, Paul. I, I prefer this version of Lana Del Rey, personally. <laughs> but yeah, Blue Bannisters is, I guess, the single, the title track, and apparently the album drops on Sunday. So I How guess many albums that this year, then? Type two? two, it's like less than a couple of months since. Wasn't that less than three months? That also, that year? yeah, actually, that was this year too. So much bloody stuff is she releasing? I guess she had a lot of time over COVID. She's got a lot of ideas up her sleeves. Yeah, apparently so. So anyway, stuff, we will be back with Modest Mouse. Wow, and maybe Mike. Maybe Mike. Yeah. Maybe King Gizzard the Lizard Slizzard <laughs> or whatever it's called. <laughs> Lizard Wizard. <or> something. <laughs> And, you know, maybe something else will just suddenly fucking pop up out of nowhere. But, I mean... See, it's getting really busy in the end. We were, like, worried worried about this year a couple months ago. Like, there can't be much left, right? But, Jesus, people are just... Keeps coming. (laughs) Lana Del Rey's like, fuck you, I'm putting out three albums Uh, in the first six, seven months of the year. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Anyway, that's that. If you have any feedback suggestions comments all that shit contact us at midnight waves podcast at gmail.com find us on instagram at midnight waves podcast thank you uh twitter i guess uh at twitter twitter instead of midnight waves cj don't forget the old patron of course most important <laughs> send us millions of dollars head over to patreon.com slash midnight waves podcast to support the show 
help us do better stuff. If you'd like us to be able to review Lana Del Rey's album next week yeah. because we have nothing else to do, then start signing up, drop in tier on the old exactly. Patreon. Or we'll give you more of these. We the yeah. best. I mean, you don't want to. You don't want this, right? Another one. Every another single one. episode. Another one. Right? I'm sure. I, I wouldn't mind. I'm sure you don't. And it's been a while. Ramona, nice. That doesn't stop. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've been good today. We really didn't press the soundboard. Yeah, we only did it once, I think. Yeah, so. You are very welcome, everyone. <laughs> if you're still here. <laughs> Actually, speaking of that, John, I have to go because we're going to go and eat some insanely spicy noodles. So I want to, I need John to be recording some of these in the morning <laughs> <laughs> for next week's episode. Yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> God. I actually got the mountain for that one. <laughs> oh yeah, Just spray Release it out <laughs> like a big hose. <laughs> <laughs> Just coat a tree in brown stuff. Like that gif of that like stick man yeah, yeah, bending yeah, over yeah. just just paint inside of a mountain. Jeez, you Second have really having it. trouble with the mic. So I guess with that we should go. Goodbye yes. everyone. Goodbye. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry. laughs>